Sorry, Beruchim Abayim Hashem Hashem Berachnuchem Hashem Lechum to our weekly Wednesday night shear due to the tardiness of Maidiv it starts slightly later than usual Again, dedications and uh, blessings and greetings salutations etc. to all those that feel they need or are graced with the Shabbos Pasha Baha'u it is not Shabbos Mavarachim Shabbos Mavarachim will be next week but a shout out to the uh, People have birthdays in Shabbos, Mitzvah. Shnas Hatzlach, Bracha. Arich Hashem Vishanim, Gizunta Lang Gizunta Yodin. Shlesh Miyam Kedem Achag. Thirty days before a Yamtif. Shkhamarak tells us we prepare, before the, we prepare for the Yamtif. We go to the Rav, we hear from the Rav different words, different Yisheris, different Halacha, when you get to the Chag, the upcoming Yom Tif. find ourselves now 30 days before Gimel Tammuz, a day that we strengthen our Kesher, our connection, our skashras to the Rebbe, more than we were ever able to before. Chavetz Chaim writes, Chavetz Chaim, not exactly Chesudish Sefer. He writes, Chesudish Musik. According to Allah, person is only allowed to ask to daven to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. to ask certain malachim or anything to intercede on our behalf is not the norm is not the accepted way halachically we daven straight to Hashem however the correspondence that was asked to the, the Chavetz Chaim is how does one write to a Rebbe a pigeon nefesh asking to awaken compassion to a Rebbe it's a person Basvadam that's where we need to understand Rebbe mm-hmm. is an acronym, Zrashtevis, Reish B'nai Yisrael, the head of the Jewish nation. There are different parts of the human body hands, feet, legs, chest, body, whatever it is. The different parts. The foot doesn't decide where to go. The hand doesn't decide what to pick up. The heart might want something, but the end is the mind's decision. 
unfortunately, not all of us always make the right decisions. And that's where we see and tend to find people that do things of folly, do things that are not correct. And they look, they look and beseech to repent and to tshuva over these things. In a, however, as we said before, the mind is what dictates, the head is what dictates the body how one acts and behaves and what one doesn't, doesn't do, where one goes and doesn't go. Rebbe, as we said, Reish B'nai Yisrael is the head of the nation. And by being the head of the nation, the Rebbe is not just an intermediary, is not just a channel, Anasi Yuakil. The Rebbe is as we daven, we ask the Rebbe to beseech upon our, our behalf. That's whom we're supposed to be turning to. Famous story of Mendel Futafas. When he was solitary confinement in Siberia. You can imagine Mendel Futafas was a horrific criminal. He had to be put in solitary confinement. He had a question for the Rebbe. He had a question for the Rebbe. The, he didn't have a smartphone back in the 50s. He didn't have a fax machine in his uh, cell either, for that matter. But more so, in order to write to the Rebbe a letter, a chassid, knows sorry that he needs to go to the mikveh solitary confinement where is he going to the mikveh the mental sat down in his mind's eye pictured himself going to the mikveh Next question. Write a pun. Write a letter. He had no secretary nor stationery. Anything to write with. He sat down and concentrated and thought and drew up the entire letter that he wanted to write. He then had to get the letter to the Rebbe. He could have asked one of the guards, do me a favor, take this to the Rebbe in America. Highly unlikely that the guy was going to do it for him. And then again, he didn't have what to give him. So he pictured himself going to Yechidus, standing in front of the Rebbe, in the Rebbe's room, and handing the Rebbe his pan. 
A short while later, a letter from the Rebbe arrives at Mrs. Futafaz's door. I believe she was in London at the time. I heard that this happened thrice. Happened three times. The Mendel was in 770, years later. And he told over the story. He repeated the story from the Chassidim. And amongst the Febringers, amongst those who were gathered, was the Chazer, should live and be well, the Biel Khan. Biel Akayin Khan. The Biel heard the story, and he says to the Mendel, As the Rebbe, the fact that the Rebbe sent you a correspondence to your imaginary letter, I'm not shocked. Because he's a Rebbe. Question is, how did you know how to transmit the letter to the Rebbe? How did you know to how to go to the mikveh, how to prepare yourself for writing, how to write and how to get it to the Rebbe? Where did you get this picture? The bear left and said, eh, from the Rebbe. Obviously, the Rebbe did it. The Rebbe made sure that this came into his mind. So as we prepare for Gimel Tammuz, we find ourselves yearning and anticipating or painfully awaiting to hear once again a sikha, a maime from the Rebbe. May we hear that tonight, Mitzvah. In the interim, we need to do ours. We need to do what's incumbent of us. One of the strongest messages that the Rebbe imparted to us on that Chavches Nisan was I have done everything I can it's now up to you you do what you can Kert Avelt Haint turn over the world leave no stone unturned leave no channel closed leave no conversation unspoken See to it that you bang on the table hard enough to bring Mashiach. And the Rebbe didn't say, all you Hasidim here together, join arm in arm. He wasn't worried about Corona then. 
The Rebbe gave that directive to each and every chosid standing in the room. And each and every chosid listening to this worldwide. This was a directive teaching us, telling us, explaining to us, and imparting to us our mission as Chassidim of Rebbe. How we need to see to it to bring Mashiach. Therefore, as we prepare for Gimel Tammuz, there is no option. There is no alternative. We have an obligation to ourselves, sorry, to our fellow Sidim, to the Rebbe, to Klal Yisrael, to the Evishter, to do everything that we can possibly do to help bring Mashiach. Who am I? What am I? This week's parsha tells us Moshe was very humble. Thank you. The humility of Moshe you're not finding today. Nobody's standing up and saying, Oh, I am so humble. I am a Moshe humble. We're not. Elimelech Lezhensk said, I'm going to Ganeiden when I die. So why are you so sure? It's so simple. I'll come to Mela, and they're going to say, Tell me, Melech, is Kedavid Vizdav to sign? Sushanapoli? His brother? And Melech says, they're going to ask, Melech, has Gedav and Vistav to sign? And I'll say, no. Has Gelant and Vistav to sign? No. Has Gedav and Stock and Vistav to sign? No. Didn't Dav and Prophet. They said, ah, a different story. But I got corrected. Um, because you're telling us the truth, you're going to Ganeiden. His humble, his humility, his humbleness was not to be surpassed. When people came to pray to tell him, Rebbe Dam for us, for a barren couple of son, for poverty stricken people, and they came to Davin and they said to him, Davin for us. He said, You know why they're coming to me? Because they're saying, <coughs> Rebbe, it's your fault. It's all your fault that we're like this, that we're poverty stricken, that we're barren, etc., etc. Fix it. Fix it. Do what you're supposed to do so that the world will lack nothing 
and that people will have because they hate children. This was his approach in his humility and his hum- humbleness. Meisha was an honor. This is this expression of Ish Meisha Anav Meid Mikol Adam Asher Al Pnei Adama. He was very humble. You know what? I tell you, I'm humble. I tell you, who am I already? How much I, I, I read a few books. I no. Say him a nothing. I say him a nothing. And you know what? Everybody believe you. Yeah? I know you're nothing. Moshe? Moshe? To say about himself, he's a nothing? As they say in America, do me a favor. Moshe, kid, will tell you the Sinai. Moshe got the tater from Sinai. Meisha learned with HaKadosh Baruch Hu for 40 days and 40 nights. And he gave, the, the tater was given to him in a gift. He took the Jews out of Egypt. And whenever he wanted, he spoke to God. And so many more things that there is to talk about Moshe. How could he possibly have been humble? And if he said he was humble, who believed him? If he said, I'm a nothing, come on, Moshe, you're Moshe. Truth is, Moshe recognized how great he really was. And he knew he was greater than anybody else in the nation. But still in all he was humble. In what way was he humble? Because he knew that he was given a special neshama. He was given special keiches melmaila. And therefore he was as great as he was. However, he said, if this same keiches, this same neshama would have been given to somebody else, he would have done much better than I did. And with this, he was an honor greater than a, a hum, he was an honor greater than any other honor in the world. Okay, let us say when it comes to keiches and nefesh, he could have done better. He says, but bottom line, Moshe's greatness was greater than anyone in the world. He was the Nevoah, he carried the Nevoah that they come, Novi Eid Bistro, There was never another prophet in the world like Misha. It's not possible to say that someone else revealed the Kaychis more than by Misha. Because prophecy is not something that everyone can have can ascertain except for somebody in a great, very great and high level so what was Moshe so humble about why was he putting himself down in front of everybody 
Truth is, there's two types of humility. There's a humility that goes according to Tam Vedas, according to the logic, logistics of a person, like Moshe who said, had anybody else had the same tools, they would have grown better than I did. And then there is the humility of the person themselves, the self-humility, higher than any kind of cheshbenis, calculations. Like it says on a Kaddish Baruch Hu, Mokim Dlasi Shal Kaddish Baruch Hu, Shom Atameitza Anunasei. Where you'll find Hakadosh Baruch Hu, you find the greatness of God. There you'll find this humbleness. So how is it possible that this humbleness, according to the Cheshbon Chazal, rather it's Anava Atzmis? It's a self. It's a a humility of one with essence. And this is what Moshe Rabbeinu had. In addition, that he had this Maila of this humbleness according to Cheshbon, he had this Anava of a person of his own etzim. That even his own Seichel didn't give any place to any kind of acceptance of anything except for humility. And the same thing with his prophecy. But with all that, he still found himself nullifying himself in front of any other person. Any other person throughout the world. The Parsha it's called Bahalis. The Pasha starts. Bahalisha Saniris. Tamulpnea Maneda. Ya Iru Shiva Saniris. In Mishlay, Shlema Malach brings down Neir Hashem Neir Avayanishma Sadam. The candle of God is the soul of a person. For the soul of each and every Jew illuminates in the light of God. There are those souls that don't light, they don't illuminate like others. But rather it's a, star, a deep secret by them. And covered up with many different concealments, confinements their light of God. This is the Aveda of Aaron the King Godel. Not Lahadlik the Menelis, Bahalisho, Lahalis to raise up, to reveal all the seven candles, the seven types of categories within the Neshama. The Chagas and the Nehim. The Neir Havaya, which the soul is until this he had to see to it that he kindled his soul until that it itself was burning on its own. Keeping score at home, the Gemara and Shabbos, Chaf Aleph, Amar Aleph, 21, side 1. That the Nishamis should be so 
inspired, and so lit up that they themselves now persevere in their Avedis Hashem. And therefore, the Ramam tells us this Hadlaka is Kshayda Bizar. It's kosher for a stri- not Kayan to light this light, to kindle this light. And we know obviously that you can't, a person that's not a Kayan cannot go into the temple, to go into the Kaydish to light a Menera, but if they brought the Menera out to him, he would be able to light it. A person cannot say, Oh, to get somebody else's lights lit, only an Adonakayan could do that. He was told, he's commanded, how is this? He is told to lighten up the Neshamas of the Jews. But it's imperative on each and every one. Even a Zor in Mitzvah. Even a person himself that's not exactly well-versed having a Talmud of Every each and every one of us, as we say in Pirkei Avos, we said last Shabbos in Mishnah Yud Beis, Pirkei Kalif. Tamid of Shel Aron consists of Ayev Shalim, Raydev Shalim, Ayev Sabriyes, and Mekarvin Latera. Love peace, pursue peace, love the creations, and bring them closer to Tera. This obligation is imperative on each and every one of us to bring closer to the light of the neshama, to kindle the neshama's light that's hidden and that's concealed by other Jews until they will be lamplighters on their own and they will carry their own torch to light and illuminate others. Gemara tells us, Kim is called home, Baba Basra, Chof Hei Amid Beis, 25 side 2. That the Mineda is a symbol of Teda study. So the sages teach us, somebody wants to become wise, he should daven the Dorm, the south. And how do we know this? Because the Menera stood in the south of the Mishkan. So in other words, the Menera represents the study of Teda. If that's the case, and we just said Aaron, is the Ayyav Shalom, Reyav Shalom, Reyav Zabriyas, Karvan the Teda, but Moshe Kibbal Teda Misinai, Moshe is the one that received the Teda from Sinai, so therefore, if the Menera represents Teda, Moshe should be the one that should be lighting the Menera. And this is the message of Aaron lighting, as we said just now. Teda study alone is not enough. As we said, 
the candles need to ignite and need to carry flame on flame. And therefore, since flames are caused by a combustion of fuel, so the Menada's flames represent prayer. And during prayer, one, compl- one contemplates the greatness of God and the lowliness of man. This is in the Shulchan Aruch and Achaim. The Ramah writes in Simin Tzadiches Sif Aleph. When one contemplates their own insignificance, and thereby, of course, appreciating this great opportunity God has given us, that He lets us approach Him with prayer, person's ego is consumed. And thereby allowing the creation of a flame. And why is it that prayer, tefillah, is associated with Aaron? Zayah compares Moshe and Aaron to the Shushbinin, the ushers that escort the bride and the groom to the chuppah. Moshe escorts the groom, Kadesh and Aaron escorted the bride, the Jewish nation. Moshe revealed God's wisdom to the world, Aaron focused on elevating B'nai Israel, drawing them closer to God. By elevating ourselves and drawing ourselves closer to God is the same as the focus of prayer. So therefore God commanded Aaron to light the Menada, for this represented the service of Tefillah, which is represented by Aaron, so that we can study Teda to illuminate our lives. So as we spoke, that the Menedas, the idea of the Menedas, the idea of Aaron is to light, to elevate, to lift up, Ba'aleischa also means when you ascend, when you go up. Ba'aleischa, on your ascent. From this we learn, the Chacham say, that there was a step in front of the Benedah. And the Kayin Gadol stepped up on this, preparing the lamps. One of the reasons it says, is so the Kayin Gadol should not reach over his head as he wore the tzitz on his forehead, and he was not allowed to raise his hand above his sits. But according to some opinions, the height of the... Min- Please stop shaking the table, you're killing my video. The height of the Mineta was not that tall, and I didn't have to literally go down to light the Mineta. But this is most opinions say that the step, one of the steps, the reason the step was to step up so that he could be look, looking down at the Mineta rather than lifting his hand up. So based on Neiravai and Nishma Sadam, 
So also the step in front of the Mineta teaches us that a person ignites the godly spark in his fellow Jew by ascending. Just as the Kayin would ascend the step in order to prepare the lamps of the Mineta, a person takes upon himself to kindle the soul of a fellow Jew also is elevated spiritually in every aspect of his life. And from his elevated state, he'll certainly succeed his mission to ignite the lamps of the spiritual manita. Pashas Baalitzcha has many different things happening. Lighting of the Menorah, as we spoke. The story story of Miriam talking about Moshe and her subsequent punishment for it. Another very important halacha is Karben Pesach. But more significantly, Pesach Sheni. Second year when they left Mitzrayim, in the first month, Lamer saying, The Jews should make the Karim Pesach at its appointed time. So Pashat Baalitzcha recounts the occasion when Israel offered the Karban Pesach in the desert how many times? Once. In the month of Nisan, prior to the events that are related to the nine chapters earlier in the book of Bamidbar. Sarashi so explains, Ein Mukdom Um Ukhar There's no chronological order in the Tera. So we don't begin the book of Bamidbar with a source of shame for the Jewish people. A shame that they only brought the Karim Pesach once in 40 years. What was the shame? I've actually spoken about this before. What was the shame? They didn't bring it in the desert. Aside for the one offered in Mitzrayim, God commanded that a Karim Pesach annually, yearly Pesach offering be observed when they come to the land. When you come into the land that I'm going to give you, you should bring the Karim Pesach. That's the Pesach. And Rashi explains, Taylor makes the mitzvah contingent upon the entry of the land. In the desert, they were obligated to offer the Pesach once. In the second year, and that was by explicit divine mandate. So if God didn't command them to do it again, why is the lack of the carbon basic and desert the source of shame? So taste this in the second condition. 
Kim scored home 37B. Lamed Zayin But yet, rather, the explanation is unlike other mitzvahs. The obligation is exclusive to the land of Israel. Karim Pesach was offered one time in the, in the desert. Even though that it was done on a specific, explicit mandate, a divine mandate. So therefore, the fulfillment is not inherently contingent on the arrival of the land. Even more than that, we know that insistence of a few individuals, as we're going to talk about, who were restricted, restricted from offering the Karim Pesach, brought about the mitzvah of Pesach Sheni. A replacement holiday for those that cannot offer on Pesach Rishon HaKarim. So therefore, here we see the shame of the Jews, the lack of a Pesach offering during the time in the desert. If God accepted the plea of the few individuals who were deprived of this mitzvah, knowing the possibility of offering a Pesach sacrifice in the desert. So 39 years, nobody said beep. So to hide this shameful act, or fact, Chumash Bamidbar does not start with this story. The individuals. The individuals approach Moshe Rabbeinu. And they tell Moshe, we were impure at the time of the Karim Pesach was born. And therefore, we were deprived of bringing the Karim Pesach. And they ask of Moshe directly, Loma Nigora, why were we deprived? Nigara also comes from the notion of worse. Garua. The vilti hakriv is karma Hashem That we were not able to bring the offering of the God in its time. So Moshe turns to them and says, Stand still. I'm going to talk to God about this and listen to what God is going to tell me. In other words, their yearning invented, created this whole Pasha. This whole happening came about (coughs) Sorry. This whole happening came about because 
this whole din came about because Yidin stood up for their rights, as we say. And pleaded on their own behalf. Truth is, they could have left it alone. They weren't allowed to bring it, they weren't allowed to bring it. Why were they not allowed to bring it at the time? Time of the Nefesh. Because they were carrying Yasef's bones, or they took out another Venavino, whatever it was. Question begs to ask, of course, they knew Karmbeza was coming, and they couldn't be Tame. Why didn't they take care of it before? They weren't able to. And therefore, Enes Rechmana Patre. Halacha is that if there's an Enes, it's not your fault, your potter. You have an option. Walk away. Walk away. You had a connection. A connection with somebody that was your guide, was your spirit, was your shepherd, whatever, you, your leader your mentor, and you sever it for whatever reason. You have a choice to come back and say, please, I don't want this. Or you have a choice to just leave it and walk away. These very hidden could have done just that. They could have said, we couldn't do it, we couldn't do it. We lost out. But they taught us a very important lesson. They taught us a lesson, it's not, and let us say, when we're going to come to the story of B'nai Slavchad, where they asked why we're not getting the inheritance of our father. Our father was killed, why should he not get land in Israel because he had no sons. There was inheritance involved. It was spiritual. It was not just inheritance, it was inheritance of the Holy Land, etc. But you could see something. Here, they had no reason how logically to chase this and to say how do we make it up they could have walked away and left it and nobody would have said different to them but they couldn't and this is therefore they were given this mitzvah not just given this mitzvah they were given this mitzvah, something that does not known yet to anybody, even to Mesha. This second opportunity to make the Karim Pesach, Pesach Sheini. The truth is, this is somewhat of an anomaly, anom- anomaly 
when it comes to other mitzvahs of the Tatum. All other mitzvahs are characterized by obedience. We need to follow, put on fill in the morning, minute in the afternoon, married at night. The way we're instructed to do it. Matzah, Pesach, the Sukkah and Sukkahs. Pesach Sheini, however, as we said, came about because these individuals insisted they did not want to be left out. They were restricted from offering the Karim Pesach on the first Karim, on the first Yomtev because of their, as we said, ritual impurity. So they approached Mesha and begged not to be deprived of offering this Karim. What basis, as we asked before, was there for their request? God didn't say, okay, all those who missed the first train, come and get a second one. They were obviously not obligated to do so, as we said. But yet, in response to that demand, God gave the Jews a new mitzvah. The observance of Pesach Sheni. From here we learn, when a Jew senses that he's deprived of an opportunity associated with Teda and Mitzvahs, you can't just accept it. You can just say that I don't, I'm potter from this. He must demand and say, Lamanigora. I don't want to be severed. I don't want to miss out. If you keep your score on the Gemara and Brachis, Lamid Gimel Amid Beis, 33 Saitu, says, Everything is from the hands of in the hands of heaven, except for the fear of heaven. God waits for the individual to pursue a relationship with Him. When a person demonstrates a genuine desire to connect with God through Tehran Mitzvahs, God graciously grants him not just a, a loophole, but an additional opportunity to find the connection that he's looking for. So the truth we learn from this, a bottom line, one should not sever themselves. They have a mashpia, if they have a mentor, they have a person that they follow and they learn from, and they gain and benefit from, they should see to it at all cost to persevere and to continue to drain whatever they can and then some from their mentor, from their teacher so that they can always do better and become better now, but discussing how exactly this worked when they said Lama Nigara, he said to them Kachim cannot be brought when one is impure so they said, spray us with the paraduma and make us tired. This concept that kachim, holy sacrifices, cannot be brought in Tumah, 
the Jews knew before. They were commanded, Send out of the nation, out of the, tri- out of the camp, and anyone that is Tommy the Nefesh, impure because of touching a dead body. So in that case, what was the question here of those people that were not clean when they said, Lamanigara? You know why you're different. You know why you're deprived. Why did Mesh have to repeat to them, Ain't Kachim Mikarim? Ain't Kachim Kareim According to the actual Pesach, we don't find the Pesach Mitzrayim the concept of a Karm. The Pesach that was brought, that was commanded, <coughs> slaughter the sheep, eat it roasted with matzah butter. Spraying of the blood on the two mezuzahs was a sign that here, God said, I'll see the blood on the doorpost, I'll jump, I'll skip over this house, I won't kill the Becher. But this is not a actual form, an actual obligation for the Karim Pesach. So when the Jews were commanded to make the, do the Karim Pesach again in the second year, Bashan Hashem says, Meres Mitzrayim, they thought, as we said before, the first Mitzrayim, in Mitzrayim, the first Karim Pesach, they could be impure. And therefore, the Karim Pesach didn't fall into a category of a sacrifice and kachim. And impure people also would be allowed to bring. Just like in Mitzrayim. And therefore, they said, Lomani Gara, why are we any worse than anyone else? Just like in Mitzrayim, we didn't have to do anything. Why do we have to do now? And this is what tells them, in kachim, karim, matumah, that kachim is not brought by people impure, and making the Pesach of the second year also had now the boundaries of Karbin and Kachim and had to be brought on the altar. And therefore, it was also to be Makriv in Kachim, Karbin Tumah. We have another few minutes at least. Shear starts late and therefore it goes late. But um, if we can't keep it a whole hour, we can't. The Gemara tells us in Machlekes, in Sachim, if you keep me score at home, Sadi Gimelam at Beis, 93 a convert that converted between the first Pesach and the second Pesach, a child that was before Bar Mitzvah, the first Pesach, and became Bar Mitzvah before the Pesach Sheni, has to bring Pesach Sheni. These are the words Divrei Rebbe. Ibn Nasan says, If you are able to bring by the first, then you have to bring by the second. If you are not able to bring by the first, you can't bring by the second. And the Imar explains the Machlekes, the Rebbe's holds that it's a Yamtuf on its own, it's its own entity, and therefore one could bring. Ibn holds that 
It's a second one is a compensation for the first. To understand their machlekes, the mother then brings down this machlekes depends on ki ben Hashem what happened here was the carbon of Hashem was not brought on the day that it was supposed to be brought. So according to Rabbi Bimeyade means Pesach Sheni. It's an old zon yomtev. According to Rabbi Nosan means Pesach Rishen. If you can't bring in Pesach Rishen, you're not eligible for Pesach Sheni either. So according to this, when we say Bimeyade goes on Pesach Rishen, the time of bringing the Karim Pesach is Pesach Rishon, only, and you can only make it up the Chiyav on Pesach Sheni if you weren't able to do it for any other given reason. But not that the Abish gave and not that the Tere gives us another Yom Tif. But if you're going to say B'mayadeh goes on Pesach Sheni to begin with, it's a Yom Tif, its own entity, then it goes according to this, that to begin with, there's two times to bring the carbon. Mayadim. That the obligation of bringing the carbon. Pesach is Pesach Rishin and Pesach Shaini. Only because we couldn't bring Pesach Rishin. So therefore, we don't, if we brought a Pesach Rishin, therefore we don't do it twice. But if you didn't do it the first time, you could do it the second. Therefore, according to the Mnasen, Gesh and his Gaia, between two Psachim, is not Makrin Pesach Sheni, because he says, he's not chayiv, he was not Chayiv, obligated the first one. So therefore, he doesn't have to compensate by the second. But according to Rabbi, the Pesach Sheni was Yom and its own entity. Karim Pesach therefore finds itself Yudalit Ir, on its own, it's Chayiv as well, because it's a separate Yom Therefore, anyone that did not have the obligation, Karmanishin, was not able to do it, and the Karmanishin, the Chayvei of Meid, of Pesach Sheni, as well, to bring it, to bring the Karman Pesach for that time. Maybe we should help, we should all be with the Paraduma, and we should all prepare ourselves properly, as the Rebbe wants us to, for the B.S. Gail Tzedek for Mashiach Tzedkenu Vizgalus, the Rebbe Melech HaMashiach, and we should go tonight, take it from Yad to Yerushalayim in Akedish. Shabbat Shalom to all.